podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal, the last podcast of the year, Josh. It is. How does it feel? Well, it's uh, a time to reflect on, on 2015 and a time yeah. to be happy yeah. about what's happened in recent weeks, I suspect. Yeah. It's, um, what day is it today? It's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, the 22nd of December, uh, three days before Christmas, and one day after the triumph of Arsenal versus Manchester City at the Emirates last night. So we're good. that's basically what we talk about. I should have thought about, if I've thought about it properly, which I didn't, I would have done things like, you know, who's your like, hero of the year or villain of the year. Oh, but, we can you know, do a bit we of that. We can do that anyway, can't we? We can make it up on the spot. Um, and then we're going to have a separate podcast where we talk about the epic three games we're playing over the Christmas period. And joyously, we're joined by Jeff Arsenal, um, who I feel represents in many ways the pure Arsenal, Wenger, solid pro people army out there and sure enough last night after the game tweeted our other guest Alan Alger to kind of pick him up on his anti-Wenger feeling and uh, and joyous conversation ensued so the fact that we've got them two here these two pillars I feel was pure luck <laughs> pure luck and yeah it's like we arranged it perfectly it's a bit like Joel Campbell's arrival into the team you'd never have seen it coming yeah. but here we are delighted <laughs> exactly it's also a bit like um, having I said because Jeff tweeted something very profound last night which I'm going to read out now. Here it is. He said, um, don't worry about the past. You can't alter it. Concentrate on the future, which I compare to Obi-Wan Kenobi from yeah, Star Wars. Awesome. Like, you know, or even like Yoda, maybe. You know, kind of pearls of wisdom. And I think maybe a lot of Arsenal fans probably see Alan as like um, Kylo Ren, if you haven't seen if he's in the new film. <laughs> well, well, slightly... Alan likes to just completely... Yeah. He always puts a poo-poo on anything that we yeah. do that's positive. It's the, from the dark he'll side. he'll look in the past yeah. and he'll draw some kind yeah. of stat out from like 15 years ago. Exactly. That um, yeah. has a smash Alan definitely the represents the dark side of the force. And sure enough, he's wearing black. And you're wearing almost white. The whole thing is like amazing. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about... You're also in black. I'm in black and, <laughs> and I'm in white. white. Yeah, the whole thing is absolutely incredible. So um, let's let's give our full and frank views. Were we all there last night? Did anyone? I was there. Not yeah, make yeah. it. Are we good? I mean, first of all, I just want to say the atmosphere was brilliant. Nighttime games are so much better. I was laughing at me already. <laughs> I've already. already said to them that I didn't think it was good. Oh, really? Good. Oh, my. Here we go. It should have been. It was good. It was there good. we go. I've started already. I thought it was good. I mean, you know, on club level, it was rocking. Adequate. Adequate. Okay. I did have a £14 veggie burger first. Maybe that, and a, you know, <laughs> glass of... Uh, was it worth it? No, it was... It, right, can I just say, the veggie burgers on club level, they are... Like, I'm, I'm doing a visual. They're really thick. It's like a plank mm. of solid bean burger material. And then on top of that, in, in a massively thick bun, it's like, it's about... It's, like, I'm, I'm doing, it's literally like a foot. It's like a brick of a veggie burger. It's almost inedible. So you have to kind of like cut it up with knife and fork. Just saying. Did you Arsenal... Are listening, just have a look at your veggie burger. Did you go deliberately early to have your veggie burger, I or did. you were running late? No, I, I went deliberately early um, to get in the veggie burger because I was starving, and right. um, I knew I wouldn't have time to make it to the pub to meet Dermot and Dan, who aren't with. They're in the pub, they're in the shea. I wasn't going to have time for that because it's all the way around the other side. So, yeah, it was, just, it was a deliberate plan. What about you? What did you eat? I went to Pizza Papagone. <laughs> oh, had a pizza. <laughs> nice. Stroud Green Road. Yeah. 
it's become a very Arsenal place. It's full, full of oh, Arsenal fans before the game. I've taken Alan there recently. Oh, really? Yeah. I met you there last night, but uh, you did. I we... didn't have a chance to stay. Oh, okay. Do you, have, do you have a pre-match routine, Jeff? Do you? A Pybury Corner, mate. Of course. Like, I'm a loyalist, mate. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. One of your own and all that business, and I'd like to go in Pybury Corner. No, fair enough. Which pie did you have? Um... I had, you know what? I don't know the names of them, the players' names. I should remember them, really, shamedly. Very but, loyal. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but I had the uh, minced beef and onion pie, mm. mashed was, potato uh, gravy. Spot on it is. There you go. Various nice. people have Very been good. advertised for free. Very yeah. good. Anyway, yeah. More importantly, so uh, the atmosphere. We're already arguing about the atmosphere. I thought it was pretty great. And I'm not like, saying it was bad. No, no. no I okay. just think for, for the, people to get for the type away. of result and right. the, the, how big the game was. I think we should, should have a much better atmosphere in such a big stadium like that. But, look, I mean, that's maybe the way football's okay. going. And the, uh, the f- display was good? That worked? That was excellent. The display was brilliant. I walked in just as it was starting. Yeah, yeah, I was glad yeah. I caught it. Yeah. It looked terrific. Yeah, All yeah, everyone, everyone, had the, everyone has their camera out, though, at the time. So it feels like you've got everyone holding up still, their sheet with the camera. Yeah, it still works. It still though. works. Yeah, you couldn't see the camera. From above, it looks amazing. The lights and the Oh, yeah, the lights were good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's good. Yeah. It's a good thing. Well, that's red action. Yes. In, yeah. in action, yes. I guess. Yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, no, they're totally Chelsea started that last season turning the lights off as the, the teams come out. Oh, do they? I think we've picked up on it. But, it, uh, you know, yeah. happy to borrow that from them. <laughs> yeah. But is it fair to say the atmosphere, maybe the first 20, 25 minutes, reflected the game, I felt? It got better, the atmosphere, as the game got better. Yeah. I felt the first oh, yeah. 20, 25 well, minutes, we, I just thought we, this could be nil-nil. Well, also, they, I mean, it was like they were playing like the home team and we were playing like... I think it took yeah. people... A, bit taken aback maybe to get used to that early I mean let's talk about the game itself obviously that's quite important but that was the thing wasn't it that they had the possession yeah. and we were like ceding the possession seemingly deliberately that seemed to be the tactic well, which in the end you can only say worked Pellegrini said before the game he said he thought that whoever had the most possession would win the game right and, uh, which proved out to be how wrong, wrong he was yeah, yeah how wrong he was but uh, it, wasn't it nice to see an Arsenal team that concede possession like that but still win the game yeah I mean, look, the, the game away at Manchester City last season was also reflective of that. You yeah, know, of having Very similar game. much less possession, but we've gone and won the game. We won 2-0 that time. Only sure. But, you, but, you, but I think you expect, you expect away that from away. Home. But at home, it's mm. quite bold, isn't it, Alan? So to, I, to do I, that tactically for Wenger, just, let's give him credit. <laughs> that, was, that seemed, I mean, it's a pretty bold thing for him to do. He could have kind of... It actually, it comes from seven um, tactical <laughs> ideas that Mourinho had going into... God knows how many seasons ago. And they were actually reproduced today by one of the, the journalists um, that I follow on Twitter. I can't remember which one, but one of the main ones was that if, if, if you've got possession and you're making mistakes, you are the team that's going to be under it and you, you, you will probably lose. If, you, if, you've got, if, if you've got 60% of the possession against 40, but you're making more than 50% of the mistakes, then you'll probably lose the game. And that's the philosophy that he had there. And yeah, I mean, look, there has to be some credit if you're in the... And I'm not Wenger out, by the way. So no, um, no. I'm not in that camp. But if you're in that realistic camp that I'm in, you do have <laughs> to eventually say... You do have to eventually say, well, yeah, we've been asking you to do that for a long while. So you have yeah. to give credit when it's done. Yeah. I mean, he ha- Which we have done for well, I mean, we're, over a, we're not trying to be nearly difficult. a year. We're not trying to be difficult, Jeff. But do you think he has changed somewhat? In the way he goes about games I th- like this, I think I think the um, the personnel have got cuter. Oh. They've they've bought into what he wants to do, and they've realised that this is the only way to win games. Sometimes you can't keep on going gung ho and fly everybody forward because you're going to get mm. you know you're going to get caught on the break by a decent team. Uh, they've realised uh, together 
Mm. To, you know, it's the only one way to do it is to, to listen. Can I, can I start this then? Yeah. I'll, I'll, Come on. I'm rubbing my <laughs> hands. We've been far too my, nice so far. So, I've got so effectively, no, Jeff, no knowledge you, coming up as well. So go on, you go. Jeff, go you're on. saying that for about seven or eight years, the players haven't listened to him. I'm saying for about seven or eight years, the quality of player that we've had has not been up to the standard we've got at the moment. That's the difference. Okay. Is it so different now? I mean, apart from the fact that we've got probably the, one of the best players in Europe, if not, I mean, I don't, people say the world, but I don't really monitor world football that heavily, but, you know, pla- you know we've got... Well, the, 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 pro- the, the pro- Ozil yeah. is playing so well at the moment that that's a massive difference from the last seven, six or seven years, including his first couple of seasons where he wasn't playing nearly as well as he is now. And Sanchez. But, and San- we've got two, well, two, two of the top... Sanchez half a dozen in the world wasn't actually playing last night. Yes, of course. But I'm saying you're talking but, about more generally. We're talking about you haven't listened for oh, the last no. seven, eight years. Well, we were saying last night, the way the team approached the game last night was very different. We're but, saying that, that kind of thing, tactical approach, and mm. we're saying the players will come together and realise that they've got to do it slightly differently. You look at the spine of our team. It's, it's much more stable. Uh, a lot more, they're more experienced. And I just think they're better players over the past three years, they've grown up and they've realised what, what we need to do to, uh, to compete in the Premier League. And, you, and I mean, it's, it's, it's proving. In 2015, if it, was from, if it was a calendar year, we'd be, I think, with 14 points clear from, of any other team in the Ten. league. 10 points. But yeah. <laughs> we probably will be, actually, by the end of the year because there's two games mm. to go and we've yeah. got easier games. So it probably will be around 14. But there, there's never been a prize for that. No, no, of course that not. That's my argument. No. And you, can, you can apply pressure at different times. We're just going to have our pressure applied the start of next year when we need to obviously hold on to what we've got. But, um, I mean, my argument with you last night was that I don't see a massive improvement in this team. And game for game from last season, we're only a two-point difference. If you replace the relegated teams from last season with the promoted ones from this season, who arguably are slightly, be- slightly better... But we had good results against both anyway, so it's not going to affect it too much. We've got 30, uh, is it 36 points instead of, instead of 34 at this point from those games. Jeff's so, checking his stats on his phone. Yeah. yeah. So, look, so 17, it's mm. good. Yeah. And I really do think we're genuine favourites. Um, I mean, look, I mean, I'm in the betting. book his favourites, But we? when I see that sometimes I think, yeah, well, I can't have that. You know, I yeah. think... I genuinely believe we are favourites to go and take the title. Which is now... Go on, I'll go on. Well, I just want to make the point, because Alan's talking about how, you know, like for luck, game on game. Are you ignoring maybe that the Premier League as a whole has got better in a way that nowadays average, when I say mid-level Premier League teams like Stoke can go out and buy talent from very good other European Mm. leagues like German League or Spanish League and bring in these high-quality players. So they're going to get better. Therefore, it makes sense that you know, even if we're only getting a similar or slightly more above points, if other people are losing more points to those teams, I'm, we're I'm, still performing better. No, I understand that, but they're the teams that we have lost points through this season. So that's that, that's why I can't really square that because our our if you look at our points in the table, as as Jeff said last night, quite rightly, we're doing so well against what is now a current top seven. Don't think it will remain as such at the end of the season. But the mid-table teams, including Chelsea, in that. Um, that's where we've actually struggled. That's where our five uh, five games with where we have everybody has really matter. Everybody has. Well, look. Uh, so what I'm saying is, 
there's not much of a difference, but it just so happens that nobody else is playing as well. In any other season, we'd have two or three teams of good quality <laughs> around face. us at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you have to. But we've Josh's, got more now. We haven't. But your face, I kind of just describe to listeners. When Ellen was talking just now, your, Josh's face was like literally like, like can't, doesn't work. But the reality, I mean, all right, I, I'm going to say two things now. First of all, I'm absolutely delighted. The Likewise, win, the win. We are favourites to win the league. I mean, I can't, you know, it's incredible. But let's, we've got to face reality. We're favourites to win the league because Chelsea, Man City. And Man United have been astonishing. That's not our fault. Ast- no, 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 I know it's not our fault. I'm not, who's saying it's our fault? I'm just saying the reality. Stand back from it. And as all the pun- pundits, I was listening to the pundits on the way home from the match last night on Five Live, watching Phil Neville on Match of the Day, they're, they're saying, yeah, actually, we are literally now favourites, and mm. really, we should do it. But it isn't, it's part because we're doing well, we're playing well, mm. but it's a lot of it is because our main rivals are doing unbelievably, yeah. extraordinarily badly. The analogy I made to you on Twitter about when you're talking about someone winning the best actress in the Oscars, it doesn't matter. On her CV will be that she's won the you know oh, the best. I don't really we, we care actually, if we're fine. the best of the worst. We're gonna we, we're gonna we're be top at the end. That's what matters. We're just talking about the reality of the situation. But that, that is why. But it's like when, Alan, I, when I go on the Oscars, I do what? talk about the reality of the situation. If there are five shit actresses up for it and one good one, then I'm going to talk about. How it. How many points have we got? Thirty six, right? Of seventeen games, so we could be yeah. on forty two off nineteen at halfway, yeah. which double eighty four, which would be a very good yeah. return to win the Premier League. So when, we've got to be on par for what is an average we, Premier well, League victory because we've. Our, our season has been loaded at the front with the slightly easier fixtures. Slightly. I'm not saying but it's, it's very difficult to say what is an easier game this season. Well, as you've already course, argued by going, who's the, the middle? Point that, top. Because of the point that Boyd just made. I mean, two seasons ago, we were in exactly we were in a very similar position with Chelsea, City, and Liverpool breathing down our necks. Do you feel more? And every single one of them overtook us, and we finished fourth. But do you feel more confident this time? Of course. I, 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 yeah. feel, I, I actually feel we will win the league. I actually feel that. Must be very I feel we're genuine favourites and we will win the league. And bear in mind, some poor teams have won this league over the last three years. And the first three Wenger titles, we won it by being the best team. And the last of those three, we won it by being the best team that's ever been in this division. So, we deserve a lucky one, if it's going to be lucky. Uh, lucky is the wrong word, actually. We deserve one where maybe... Just other teams were poor. I think, I'll celebrate I think got, it as much as I anyone. think you've got a discount. I, I, I know what people say about the last 10 years and seven years and everything else, but I, don't, I think, honestly, we've only put ourselves within a chance over the last three years because we've had that money to spend and buy the players that we need, like Alexis, uh, Ozil, um, Petr Cech. Check. Them, type, them three world-class, naturally world-class players have come in, okay? So I would only like to judge us on the last three years. I really would. Because it's unfair if you, if you, if you take the, 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 the seasons before that from when we moved to the Emirates. That's, well, that's I, I, think, I mean, that's opinion. such a big... That's such a big subject. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with that. Per- I th- I've always thought. I've, I, I've always thought it's a bit, the big myth about that, right? For me, is even not even getting into. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to the actual game later. But just to deal with that point, for me, is that when you actually sit down and think about it, you know, Arsenal, one of the biggest clubs in the world, even throughout this whole period, we we, we could have, if we wanted to, borrow the money to buy pretty much 
apart from the top level of players, you know, the 70, 80 million ones, we could have bought the same kind of players that the Liverpools and the Mans and the and the certainly Man United have bought. Really, if we wanted to, even with building up debt and whatever, we wouldn't have gone bust. It just would have been a different model than the one Wenger and uh, and the and the current people running the club have bought into. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying actually, if we really had wanted to. Jeff, I feel firmly yes, believe we could have yes, spent yes, a yes. lot more money than we did, and that was up to Wenger. Forget the building of the stadium because that's—it's kind of for me, it's a massive red herring. What if Wenger had won? wanted to buy, spend more money, what he could Liverpool have done. United won over the last three years. Uh, well, they not won the, last the Champions three years, League in that United, period. Man United won a lot more Both than we did going back six or Both seven of them. years. Both of them you know won the last, Champions League. You know they did, and they're not—and they were built it on a model of huge debt. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they're not going to go under. And the fans complained about it at the time. Some did, didn't. But it was that's the way they did. And, and it worked and they won a lot of things you're arguing against the mentality with which the, the way the club's been run yes I am yeah. it's not with our control but I, I'm I think we're, arguing we're, against it I think but the, I'm arguing no, I know you're arguing but it's the, kind this of... myth that we could, nev- we could not have spent money and built that stadium it's a myth it's not true we I could have done I don't think it would have you know, fitted with the you model of what Arsenal was created but the, you, you, the, you're so but for me the two of you are so and a lot of Arsenal fans are so kind of imbued with this myth and so kind of like, it's, it's almost like you can't even think beyond it. Well, well what, no, a lot of other managers would have just spent more money. They would have gone to the board and say, give me £40 million to spend now on these players. And they would have gone, yeah, fine, of course. Even no, if that, even if that was possible, that. we wouldn't have necessarily been in a better place. I'm not saying we would. Well, yeah, I'm just I don't saying. Your mate Klopp, you were sitting yeah. here a few weeks ago, like uh, dribbling over because you were so excited about the prospect that he was going to the Premier League and That's what he was going to do argument. with Liverpool. That's not my argument. But all that money That's that he spent, argument. all the money that no, he's no, no. had, that you know, now all these players. I'm addressing Jeff's theory that we could not, could not well, have competed, and I don't think that's true. No, but but hang on, manager. Have, that board would have to have <clears throat> sanctified your different mentality on running yeah. the club. Yeah, but they didn't. But they could have done. So you are, all right, blame the board then. Board and Wenger together, whichever one you blame. But it, I'm just arguing it's a theory. We could not, literally, we could not have... You can, only, you can only work with the tools done. that you laid down, okay? And Wenger was laid down a, 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 certain, a, a lot of tools that, I, I, that he could only I'll, purchase... I'll make a bet with you, Jeff, right? Okay, in those... Okay, I'm not so, a punter. Tw- <laughs> so, around, uh, so you want to judge on the last three seasons. In the seven seasons before that, yeah. I'll bet there are at least two seasons where we get more points than we get this season. Yeah, but it's different. You can't... You can't it, no, there's no two seasons the same. There's no two races the same. There's no two boxing fights the same. You can't, there's there's, not, you know, you can't judge okay, it. Well, it uh, I, I mean, I look, through, I look through the games and everyone tells me we've had a fantastic 2015. I think we, we, well, we have. had... Well, we have, it's, it's but only, only when you look at it in context of the other teams and they've all had different reasons for being poor at other times. We've, the one thing that, that the, um, the real supporters of Wenger can hang their hat on if they've argued it through like you have, like Josh has, is that something will take us over the line this season and it could be stability. Okay? I just feel so... I don't know and how that you does, can argue... That does relate to you being supportive of, of him over those years. So I'll give credit to your side of the argument on that because it's that stability at the moment that means that we can have what will be probably a par season for us and go on to win the league. The only no way we are going this. to win the league amongst... The others, the big spenders, and these teams that spend £150 million per season more than us regularly, right, is that stability. 
the stability in the management, the stability of the players that come into the club, and they've got to be playing for two and three years at a time. I've said this before because there's no way in the world. I mean, you know, if you put a BMW 5 Series in a in a Formula One race, it's never going to win it. It's as simple as that. Well, Leicester top it, of the league. Well. No, they're not going to win the league, mate. Come on, they're not going so to win the league. No, it doesn't matter. They're not well, going to win it, are they? Let me just let me say two things. One is, but this is. I hope this I'm goes, right now after all this. Yeah, this is, comes down. <laughs> you, I think Wenger has changed. You see, this is the thing: is that for me, everything you're saying, I mean, I don't agree with it. But even if you did, even if you t- if you if you agree with the theory that we couldn't have spent more money or anywhere near the money of our rivals in those years, I think more importantly, Wenger has changed. And I tell you what, this is a bit of in the know information that people are going to, but. Uh, basically, someone told me last night who had been hanging out with players recently, Arsenal players recently, and they have, it's a fact they've been hanging out with them, that up until very recently, this season, pretty much most of the time, Wenger told the players before the most matches, go out and play. Right? That was pretty well, much... Well, we knew that, because it was right. in everyone's autobiography. No, it's everyone's autobiography. It's not... It's not yeah, even... Every manager does that. No, 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 no. Only. I mean, uh, that's the main what, thing you, he you said. You mean they don't, they don't have video... Uh, uh, mm. No. No, no certainly no. Very little. No, that's right. Thierry Henry said before the Champions League final against Yeah, that's against one game. Barcelona. Yeah, you know why he didn't it? Because well, he didn't want to put pressure game. on them. You, know, you, know, you mustn't take one quote out of... Uh, take well, he said he never did it, and he said he never did it, and I expected him to do it because well, you know why he did that. Because if you need to find out about Barcelona, right? And you, I mean, you know, everyone knows how Barcelona plays. You don't need you don't need to work at how Danny Alves plays or whoever. You, you at know, least you, need you to say, them. look, every time they do this, can you please cover around him here? Can you do that? He expect him to make these yeah. runs here. Look, th- look, we know for a fact, and even his staunchest fans have got to come on. You, Jeff, you've got to agree with me here. He doesn't do that kind of... That's not... Right, him. he didn't now, until now. So apparently, this is on very good authority, this season he's changed. And this season... This is what we've been asking him to do. Before, before every we'll big take game, he, he does not just say go out and play. He gives them very specific tactical ideas and plans of how to approach the game. And that whole game... And I, well, but you can say... He's always I, had that. He's no, always I don't had think he has, that. Jeff. He I don't think that's Whether true. they take notice of it or not, well, I don't know. I, I, these players are lying... Or you know, or they're all imagined it, or what? But I think you've got to. I think you've got to f- yeah. take on the fact. I, I think I day. give him credit for it. I give him credit for it. I give him because we've been saying for years he's stubborn. He's in his own world. He doesn't listen to outsiders. He doesn't let Steve Bold do anything. I think he's actually, for whatever reason, deep down changed a lot in, the, in certainly this season. And I've got pretty much we've good just authority. That two true. tactical analysts, one from Ipswich, who was who's like up there was going to be poached by Brighton, who have some of the best analysts around because um, they use them for, for sort of different reasons down there. But um, I, heard, I heard we're poaching two of them, one from Ipswich and one from somewhere else. Again, it's all so about the personnel. The, 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 the boys that we've had to play with over the last seven, eight years, right? You know, a lot of them have been youngsters that have come in and, you know, they've had to just learn on the job because we couldn't, we couldn't spend that big money. And he's stuck by players. Monreal, when he first came to go, six months, 12 months, I don't know what oh. it was, people were giving him grief. Mertesacker, the same. People are giving him grief. Everyone thought Gabriel would have replaced him a couple of months into this season. He's stuck by him. Yep. And, Joe and now he's, he's, you know, he's being rewarded for it. Oh, I agree with that. I, but I, I because think a lot of fans more, would have had some of these players out before he's given. Well, there've been a lot. He's brought a lot of terrible players as well. There've been a disaster. Let's not. I mean, like he has. I mean, I, I'm just saying to be realistic. For me, it's as important. And I give it, I'm giving him credit here. I'm just saying. But and I know. And the, and the, re, the reason why the the Wenger fundamentalists can't 
take this fact is because it, it kind of goes against what they've been saying for years. But the fact is, I think he's listened. Uh, he, he's just thought about it more. And it, maybe he's done it almost subconsciously. I find but, it hard uh, to believe that well, he's completely changed after no, all these years. I mean, but, but what do we see last year at Man City? I mean, that was last season. So when, when was this big change in the his change heart? is He's doing it pretty much every game now. He's giving them, he's giving them a, you know, a tactical way of I, approaching I, the game. It's he's about the, more... the players he's got. They're, but he does talk to them, They're, they're, they're more not... intelligent and they're a little bit wiser now than what they was before. Before, we didn't have that type of player. You know, what, what was he, a genius when he first arrived 20 years ago and then just forgotten how to improve? I mean, come on. He's too intelligent. I think he got very set in his he's ways. Way, he's yeah. way too intelligent for that. The most intelligent people in the world can, be, can get set in their ways and no. can be stubborn. And, can, and, you know, I mean, I love him, but... You, you, he can't be a flawless miracle man. Of course not. I understand. That's yeah, what I'm he, he makes but mistakes, no doubt. Let's let's talk about more about the game though, mm. and let's talk about Theo Walcott. What a goal! <laughs> what, a goal. what a goal! You know what? He he cut back, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And I I was next to Ben Winston Foreman, who's parish last night, and Mark, and I just said, "Whip it." Yeah. And it was yeah. just the most beautiful yeah. timing. And it was one of them with Theo where you go, if he's got a bit less time, he doesn't have to think about it loads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one exactly. moment, yeah. bang, what a he goal. He reminded me of Thierry Henry. Cut inside, whip, mm. straight away, top corner. Fans, what a, what a goal. And and that's what got the atmosphere going for me yeah. last night. I mean, yeah. And Mezzo's all ducked to get out of exactly. the way as well. Second assist. Second, yeah, the upwards, a brilliant description of it. Barney Rooney or someone in the garden is the anyone know Anyone know the unusual thing about Giroud's goal last night? Oh, this sounds oh. good. No, go on. It's his first goal this season for club and country where he's taken more than one touch. <laughs> wow. Good. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's, great. That's, that's good. That's a good. He's start. a one-touch player. It's unbelievable. Anything after yeah. one and two touches, that's it. He's weighed in. He's, yeah. he's, he's two. That's you know, the, that's not the first goal this season where he's taken more than one touch. To yeah. get outside Did you see the stat it. last night about Flamini? Fifty-one consecutive <laughs> Premier League games. He hasn't lost. Is that right? At home. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. At home. At home. Yeah. Okay. That's some stat though, isn't it? That's an extraordinary For run of form. Especially when you're saving the world at the same time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, with <laughs> another a, yeah. alternative to oil or gas. Yeah. Another yeah. player who, you know, the manager stuck know, by. He also, got, he also two-footed Sanya without the referee seeing last night. Yeah. I don't know if anyone noticed yeah, that at the I clock end that. of the stadium. And yeah. he's, he's rarely been yeah. booked, which is amazing. Yeah. Slide tackles and two-foots. It's so funny we're doing all this on such a threadbare squad at the moment because not only is there not a lot on the bench, you know exactly who of those seven people on the bench is going to come on, and you could say within two minutes either way what minute they're going to come on. Yeah. like Kieran Gibbs, Ox, and then Chambers can have his last four minutes yeah. of the game, yeah. and, we're doing, looks, and we're keep winning. Gibbo looks scared last night when he came on, don't you think? I, I, I thought, oh. that, yeah, there, there was a few people behind me. I mean, look, I, when I'm at the Emirates, I do realise there are people far worse than me because like, hammering Gibbs when he's come on for two yeah. minutes, like, Christ, he's on to save the game, not to go and score another goal. But mm. he, he did look a he bit did nervous. Look, he and scared. He, 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 sort of, he started playing inside, didn't he, rather than out on the, on the wing. Was it, he was up against Sanya, his old teammate, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah maybe, he maybe they got some beef. And, what did you, and it was a bit weird. People were surprised that he took Ozil off as well. What do you think of that? Because, you know, well, he's been ill. This week, yeah, I he said know. only trained one day. So yeah. He's had a chest. Yeah, he said been... he did brilliantly to last seventy minutes, and then yeah. he had yeah, to okay. take him off. He says he'd been in bed all week, but we did. Mm. I thought we did look noticeably like less holding. Oh, we were ball. shot when we last ten minutes. Oh, yeah, we, we were, knackered, we were... To be fair. but we then even knackered. straight after Man City scored, Ramsey. I mean, he had a good game, but mm. he really should have had he? a goal yesterday. I thought, I thought he had a good game. game. I think he had a good game. He should have scored. People thought he had scored. I can't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't think it was either so a nightmare or a He was at fault for the goal when he missed about three open goals. But he then did. someone shows oh, me a heat fault map. Fault for the goal? What a goal. You <laughs> can't fault him. That was a world-class goal. 
He was walking like he usually does. He, I tell you what, he was at fault for the goal. Then he probably missed three of our best chances. But then someone tweets me a heat map saying he'd done 50 side-to-side passes that went to their man. I mean, like, we started watching football on paper. It's mad. Well, you like it's a mad. stat, but just not I a like sideways a stat, stat. But not a heat map. Mathme- mathematical. He likes I, mean, stat he doesn't, I thought Ramsey showed, hurt him. showed he's got, he's got what it takes eyes. to be that attacking centre midfield. He kept getting in good opportunities. He should have scored, particularly that one straight after Yoyo Torre scored where he chipped it and it yeah. I can think went of six wide. open goals he's missed this season or one-on-one with the keeper. He's, he's, he's definitely his shooting is not. No, I mean, but they will come. They will scoring. come. He'll Don't come. He'll get them goals. Was like, what was it, two years ago when he scored like yeah, six or seven in a row at the start of the season? As Alan often points out, that was like some weird golden magical period that we'll never see. What about when they start going? Again. What about when they do start going? Because they will definitely listen. If he keeps on getting in them positions, he will definitely score the goals. Absolutely. But it was uh, it was just all about winning last night, and we've done it, and we've put distance between us and City. Mm. And mm. I think people have not been showing enough respect to Leicester. I said it on the last pod. I saw some of the Arsenal fans on Twitter saying they wanted Leicester to beat Chelsea the other week just because it was you know exaggerating Chelsea's problem but Leicester going to Everton and winning and winning yeah, the, you know pretty well, well the bookies don't give them a chance do they what no, they do well, you're down to 12 nine. to 1 12 but to look, 1 that's look, not someone said nothing. to me will it be the biggest We've, shock in the Premier League and obviously Blackburn at 66 to 1 was the biggest yeah. because they went on to win it but this is 5000 to 1 if they win it wow, yeah they started really? the, they started wow. the they started the, the season at 5000 well, they were the bottom, bottom of the league to 1 yeah, they would. They were yeah, this time last year they were bottom of the league, weren't they? Yeah, they were yeah, favourites for relegation. So they were. This, this will be. Yeah. This will be possibly the biggest shock in, yeah. in sporting history. I'll tell you what happened with Leicester. Um, They'll do well to keep hold of their two or three best players in the January window because they are so oh, good. I think they will. I think they'll do that. They're so good. Yeah, you I don't know. think... So this is my theory about that. I don't think there's that... Weirdly, <clears> I don't think there's that many teams that want their big players. Do you know what mm. I mean? Even us, like... I mean, I would, I'd be thrilled if we signed another striker, but not their ones. I'll take Morris. I'd have a gamble on Morris. I think he's mm. the top. Yeah, player. I'd have a gamble. How but... old is he? Youngster? 25? No idea. I'll, I'll check. Mm. But even Vardy, you can but imagine Vardy, him going like, to a Spurs with respect. I'm not sure. With, I don't think I can't there's clamour. I don't feel there's no. a clamour. Usually, like, when, when t- from, from smaller teams, players suddenly come to light and everyone's like, oh, they're having an amazing season. You think big clubs, they're all clamouring. But yeah. I don't feel there is that situation now. So I think they'll probably keep on to them, but I just can't... You know, the, right now, the fact that we are favourites, that's the thing that scares me now. It's that, well, now, now everyone's it's real. expecting us. Now everyone's actually going, well, there, we should no win excuses. it. There's no, no excuses. There's no excuses, exactly. I mean, even if we don't buy anyone in the January transfer window, which is quite likely as ever with Wenger, it was still, on paper now, we should go and win it, shouldn't we? Even though, you know... Yeah, although well, Alan will probably be the first to say it is 50-50 in, in betting terminology. Yeah, I, I, I would actually have a slightly odds on, but we are, we are even. So with the margin built in, it, it's probably 57%, we, uh, sorry, 53% we won't <laughs> win it, and 47 we will, if you, if you took the strict interpretation of the odds. So, yeah, 53-47. Wow. Look, in favour of not, but it's as good as an even toss of a coin chance if you uh, want to break it down. Look, we were top of the table a couple of years ago, but there's something different. It does feel like I yes, actually the other believe, teams are poor. But <laughs> this year, I believe, I believe we'll win. I, I still don't. I mean, I still don't, frankly. Well, because really? you don't, you don't want no. to let yourself believe it, because then it. That's what the you problem more. is. 
Boy, the hope. Boy. Yeah, partly that I agree. Yeah, I'm happy to admit <laughs> We're that. We're into Star Wars again I, now. <laughs> yeah, I, I do admit that. Yeah, I can't conceive of it. I just cannot conceive of it. Yeah, it's just, it is, um, I don't want to start thinking that will happen. But I also, deep, I genuinely think heart and head that in the end, City, I just think they'll, pro- they'll come good. I mean, how many points behind us are there? Are Four. That's no, nothing, is it really? I mean, I just think in the end, they should. I mean, everything, I take them to everything that Alan's saying, but for me, their squad is stronger. I think we've got a nice little opportunity in the next two weeks. To, yeah, to make yeah. that more than four. I really sure. do. Um, we're going to run out of time because we've got to... Uh, you should just quickly do your player of 2015, Boyd. Everyone here. Who is your player of 2015 oh, for Arsenal? Well, I mean, you'd be insane so not to pick Ozil, wouldn't you? But obviously, I, I think you'd have to be semi-insane not to pick Ozil. Oh, Although, actually, it's kind of more... Is it more... I'm, I've got to have to study it. It feels like more this season than the end you're of saying the 2015 season. yeah you're saying the year, year. I'm going to say reflect- Sanchez for, oh, the, for okay. the 2015 yeah, fine. there'd be an argument for Coquelin yeah, yeah there would be. I think Urza is yeah. so good now that I think they'd argue for Monreal but a, a strong word for Theo Theo's great run because whenever he's had a run he's done brilliantly and I just want to because let's not forget at the end of last season, when he, had no, he was not getting any games before the cup final, that seems like a whole world away, doesn't it? Yeah. Where he wasn't playing him, it was weird. It was like, is he going to leave? Where's he going to go? And he's totally come good and he's now absolutely key member of the team scoring brilliant goals. Just and it's only that. four months ago since Giroud was sitting on the bench at the start of the season, not playing it with Theo, and you're yes. like, what's going to happen to Giroud? Giroud's but the fact we've period, mentioned yeah. so many different players there who could be played, yeah, and we didn't mention Bellerin, or Giroud who scored yeah. so many goals, shows a lot of players that have played very well in 2015. Maybe unsung hero of the years, quickly. Did you, have you got one of them? Unsung hero, yeah. Monreal. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Nailed on. Has That's a good one. Alan. I was going to go for Flamini just for the goals at Tottenham and this oh, amazing yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a legend. That goal seems to be unsung. <laughs> yeah, Monreal. I agree completely with Jeff. I just think he's become incredibly reliable. Yeah. And better, better has had a lot more praise, but I think Monreal for unsung hero would be the one. Absolutely. Uh, well, we're going to talk um, at some length about the three games of the Christmas period in the podcast that's coming out. The day tomorrow or the day after or anyway <laughs> the next time you find it it will be there um happy christmas and happy new year to jeff and alan and josh and josh Cheers. i mean you know thanks for all your hard work on this podcast let me say that deeply and sincerely now a pleasure we look forward to 2016 and thanks to our listeners thanks to all the feedback on twitter thanks to people slagging me off saying hello uh, everything cheers bye bye this is a playback media production served to you in association with why not think people Podcast Network.